Welcome to the Redeemer Church Daily Prayer Podcast during the season of Lent, where we are learning together from Jesus how to pray. This is Chris Horn. I'm one of the pastors here at Redeemer Presbyterian Church in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and it is a privilege to be praying with you today, whether this podcast is finding you in the morning, um, the afternoon, in the evening. Whether you're alone or with others, whether you're driving or walking or lying down or sitting, just regardless of where you're at, who you are, what you're doing, it's an honor to be with you. I want to invite you to allow yourself to settle like a pebble falling to the bottom of a still pool as we come to God in prayer. Regardless of what's swirling around in you, allow yourself to be still, to breathe deeply, and to allow yourself to become uh, alive and aware to the fact that God is near and that he hears you when you pray. So take a moment to breathe, and then I'll call us into prayer in just a second. Our call to prayer is from The book of Romans, chapter 6. See, you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Our great God, Father, Son, and Spirit, you're the only one who can take things that are dead and make them alive again. And that's exactly what you promised to do. Lord Jesus, during this season leading up to Easter that we call Lent, we are learning to, to feel the reality of death and to hope in your resurrection, that you rose again from the dead and that everyone that's in you uh, is alive. Lord, we don't know how to pray. We don't know what to think about when we're praying. We don't know exactly how to speak to you. There's more that we don't know than we do know about ourselves and about you. But Lord, you're always coming before us in everything that we do. You're always inviting us, always setting the way, always providing everything we need. So we pray, Lord, that you would give what you command and you would command what you will and that you would be present to us during this time of prayer. I thank you for my sister or brother that's along for this journey. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Today, um, we are continuing to follow the Daily Prayer Project Guide for Lent. Uh, You can find more about the Daily Prayer Project at dailyprayerproject.com. If you're part of Redeemer Church, you can go to our website, redeemerws.org, and find the prayer guide there. But our scripture reading today is in John chapter 16. And this is a long section of John's gospel, which is the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are these eyewitness accounts of the life of Jesus and, um, and this section of John is really long, and it's Jesus's final day, his final hours before going to the cross. And he's speaking with his disciples, his friends. He's preparing them for this new kingdom that's coming. And this is what Jesus says that John records for us in John 16. John, by the way, was 
calls himself the disciple that Jesus loved. Uh, very, very close to Jesus, very affectionate toward Jesus. And he writes this, Jesus said, I've said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I've said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. Jesus is looking forward to the fact that after he dies and is raised, that his followers will be um, persecuted by the religious authorities of the day because they're going to see following Jesus as um, heresy instead of seeing it for what it is, which is a fulfillment of all that the scriptures had taught, that God himself has come. And isn't it just like human beings to miss it? He goes on to say, I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I'm going to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I've said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Yeah, no kidding. He just said that people are going to kill you. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whoever, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is really a rich passage. Jesus is making so many promises. He's telling his disciples that he's going to go. He's going to be lifted up to heaven. And that this person, the, the, the helper, the, the Holy Spirit is going to come. And it's actually better for Jesus's followers if he leaves and this helper comes because he's going to do all these amazing spiritual things and he's going to convict people of their sin. He's going to help people to see that they're lost without God and that they're in desperate need of God. He's going to show us that we need to believe in Jesus because Jesus is offering us new life and that the ruler of this world, the one who deals in death and injustice and suffering is judged and is going to be put away. And I love this interplay. Jesus is talking about the father. He's talking about himself. He's talking about the spirit and how they work together in this beautiful dance to bring about what God wants to do. And I'm reminded afresh in this passage that God uh, is intending things for this world. He's not just setting it um, going and watching it from afar, but he is intimately involved in our lives. And the call for us today through our, our time of prayer is actually go to God with a time of confession. That God has sent his spirit to convict us, not so that we can realize just how puny and awful we are, but that we can see the world rightly, that we recognize that we have sinned and we've hurt others and we've denied God but that he is bringing us back to reality, 
It's a beautiful thing that's happening. If someone, if someone sees you on the wrong path and they direct you where to go, you may be embarrassed at first. You may feel shame at first, but what you ultimately find is the place that you want to go and the place that each of us wants to go deepest down in our heart is to be with God. So I'm going to read this prayer of confession for us and allow us to uh, reckon before God with our sin. Lord, you see all things. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. Blot out, out our transgressions. Be merciful to us sinners and grant that our names may be found written in the book of life. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Take a moment to confess to God ways that you have failed to love and failed to, um, to trust God, knowing that he looks on you uh, with a smile. And here are these good words from Jeremiah 31. Sister and brother, you are forgiven. If you've offered even the tiniest morsel of confession up to God, he's more ready to forgive you and bless you than you are to confess or even want to be blessed. Hear the Almighty say, I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. In Christ, your sins are remembered no more. Rejoice today in the everlasting love of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And as we go, we go remembering the way that Jesus taught us to pray. Not that these words are magical, but that they set the way in which we approach God and remind us um, of the manner that we come before God. We often call it the Lord's Prayer. It's a way that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We'll catch you back here tomorrow as we learn together from Jesus how to pray. See you then. Thank you so much for spending this time with us as we learn from Jesus how to pray together. For more information about Redeemer Presbyterian Church, please visit us at RedeemerWS.org.